Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Misguided by the Moon. I'm Audrey. And I'm Amanda. And we are so happy that you are tuned into our second episode. And we just want to thank everyone that has listened to the first episode and also um, our girl tribe because you guys literally were sharing. And I don't know if you guys listened to it multiple times, but whatever the case may be, we're so thankful because it's yeah. just insane. Yeah, we have a hundred, a hundred and one list listens as of right now. And we don't even think a hundred and one people care about us that much. <laughs> Yet here we are. <laughs> yeah, we receive so much love and support from multiple people. I have like so many people hyping me up. I'm so hyped. I don't even fucking know how to act. Oh my she definitely don't know how to act. <laughs> we got fifty we went I fell asleep. We had fifty-one listens so when i woke up we had 59 so i made my first fucking tiktok i was so excited so, somebody cue that uh one sound where it's like the at the ariana grande and they're like <laughs> that's us it. that's us that was me when i seen we had 15 plays when i seen we have 15 plays at first and then later on it's only been five well now it's day five but oh my gosh i know we're trending 20 a day. Let's keep it going. Let's <laughs> We're trending. Keep it going. So yeah, we just wanted to uh, thank everyone again because we can't do, you guys are literally motivating us to keep doing this. Right? If you guys were to not listen, we'd be like, uh, okay, sorry guys, but. <laughs> I do want to say we're also still friends. I know a lot of you guys are worried about it, <laughs> but. Right? Yeah. Just confirm. Totally. We're still friends. Like, we're if we friends. were MySpace, would I be on your top five? Yes, you would be. Okay. I'm coming for you, Alicia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding, Monica. You guys will... Watch uh, your back. <laughs> right? And who knows? They'll be on this podcast eventually. I'm going to punk them. I can't gonna, wait. I'm I can't make wait. Them. We know so many inspirational people. Like, let's say Momo, for example being a teen mom mm -hmm. my cousin starting a business and like kind of growing less fucking taking social media by the fucking horns and like doing what i think she was like at 18k at some point yes yes and that bitch is popping popping yes and honestly hell yeah we're out shout out shout out shout out to les at stay golden by les at leslie baby um <laughs> follow at pootie tank okay sorry i don't know if you guys are just gonna you get followed. My cousin. Oh my gosh! Hello, hello, at, hello, 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 sunshine. God damn it! <laughs> sorry, girl. Sorry. We're trying. We're we're trying. Okay, we've tried to record this episode so many times that I think just like take three. Just take four. Yeah, we were we're learning that editing takes so long, and we just want to get it right the first time. But we realize we're not gonna get it right the first yeah, time. Yeah, we have to do homework for all of these episodes. And so I have to do homework on top of homework <laughs> that I actually have to do. Yeah. And then plus I have to do some stuff for work. So it's just, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. So not sure if we're going to be doing it every week. I feel like I can say right now. I Yeah, it's kind of a lot. We didn't realize we kind of just said yeah we'll do it and then now we're thinking okay we so the frequency might change just put it that way but that's that might be a good thing because then it gives us more time to really give something of value you know really yeah. think about our definitions how we define and be intentional things. yeah yeah not that we're not being intentional we definitely are but 
it's a learning process. So we're learning as we go. So thank you guys so much for still listening to us. I know. And <laughs> and speaking of our listeners, I was looking at like the analytics and something kind of really stood out. Let's just say I'm going to be canceling my bubble subscription here pretty <laughs> soon. So when I was looking at it, 13% of our listeners are men. Who are you? Show yourselves. Because I only know of two people that were guys that listened to it. One of them being my boyfriend. Her man. Shout yeah. out, John. Shout out to you, baby. I love you. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. But anyway. <laughs> what do you know about Joe Biden? <laughs> I know. And I'm I could so just I could just picture him listening because we listened to it in the car. And that was nerve wracking for me. But anyway, we listened to it in the car and then he was listening to it at work and he does concrete. So I was thinking, how funny is that, that he has his headphones in and he's listening to me and Amanda talk. And he's like, that's my girl. I love her. <laughs> and, and me, it's just my brother. My brother listening to it. My brother's probably like, God, this stupid bitch got a platform. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave this dumb on IG, you know, fucking feeling myself because I go to the gym. I try to sweat the depression out. So I go between four to seven times a week, but mostly it's like mostly six to seven. Right. So my body be popping. And so I'm like over here posting this like from the back. Um, get What is it? A boomerang. Mm -hmm. And I'm like the side view. You didn't know you needed this stupid bitch commented. He's like, you still ugly as fuck. Why is he being a hater? I know. And be, and be honest, you don't go to the gym four to seven times a week to work out. She's trying to find a man. They're so, but anyway. They're so kind of weird there. Yeah. Yeah. Too yeah. much um, too much steroids and stuff. I don't know if this is true, but I heard steroids kind of make people different. <laughs> I, and it changes I, them. I'm healing. <laughs> so, I go to the gym to just sweat that depression out and then I come home. So I'm that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say if I take anyone home. Not nah, just kidding, I don't because it's all about soft love and not putting yourself in those situations. She's like, not from the gym, but baby anywhere else. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we hope that we were already starting to entertain you enough for you to keep listening. Um, second thing we wanted to kind of get into is explaining the name because we realized we didn't really <laughs> so give stupid. you guys context. We kind of just threw it all out we there. We just kind of just threw it all out there. <laughs> so we kind of just wanted to give you a little bit of an explanation of who the fuck is misguided by the moon, yeah, right? Like who the fuck are they? Right. So therefore. Like this sounds like ho magic. <laughs> <laughs> misguided host <laughs> it's me it's what's the what's the tiktok it's me something what there's a tiktok voice please if someone knows knows it it's like a noise it <laughs> if someone knows it it's me oh my gosh you know it if i i'm gonna go on tiktok and find it later yeah me too <laughs> So to explain what misguided by the moon is, oh my gosh, not us getting distracted every two seconds. <laughs> you just got distracted talking about getting distracted. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, I said I was going to explain what this name is. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. 
So pretty much when we were recording our first episode, we didn't really have a name. So we started to brainstorm. And then as we were brainstorming, it kind of just got blurted out. Mm -hmm. And then when we said it, we were like, immediately we knew like that, that was it. And then many of you may not know this, but the moon actually represents our emotions. So just like a mood ring where it's like always changing and we have like a sea of emotions it's just always all over the place, right? Sometimes you're happy, sad. Um, a lot of times we use those emotions to become either reactive. Um, so that could be misguiding you in that sense where your emotions are literally leading you to make bad choices, um, irrational choices. <laughs> then there's this other positive aspect of misguided by the moon is like being, we're obviously two <laughs> women. So we're miss, right? And then we're being guided by the moon in a more positive way. So that means we're emotionally evolved or emotionally aware. We're using that energy. Like a higher self. Yeah, it's like we're operating from our higher self. So we're at that point, I want to say we understand our emotions and we honor them. But we also are making making a better choice. Like we're using that to be guided in a different way. So I hope that makes sense to you. Um, we really wanted to tap into this two two way meaning, double meaning, yeah. double meaning. Sorry, I I literally couldn't use the right words over and over again. <laughs> but that's pretty much what the name would mean to me. And I know, like Amanda, you have a different perspective, so maybe the name the name means something different for you. I think for me, it just perfectly fits. Like. I'm known in my family for being so reactive, so emotionally reactive. And it's like that meme where it's like, oh, I'm a cancer. It's like, no, Sandra, you're just a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying, you know, I have this constant battle between my ego and the higher self. So the ego being so reactive, you know, and the higher self, you know, thinking of things in the positive light as opposed to how the ego would think of it. So where I'm at and what it means to me, it just naturally fits. I'm known for being so emotional and I constantly battle that every day. So <laughs> like historically, I'm just, I'm just out there historically. Like, and I can tell you, she, she's that, um, she's that family member. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. She's that one family member. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of, so I have someone who recently just joined our family and they asked her, hey, so you're friends with Amanda? She was like, yeah, I'm friends with Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, are you new here? (laughs) I'm like, damn, family. Why give it to me like that? Why? I'm her friend. But right, girl? You know who I'm talking about. You know, you know. We're friends, right? Stay tuned for episode 10 where we figure, we find out if they're still friends. (laughs) Stay tuned for episode 10 where I tell you how to deal with people who exit into your family. (laughs) Oh, and how, how your, um, how your podcast friend exited. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, we got to stop joking about that. (laughs) It's very, uh, it's very much in tune to how I, go through life and something that I have to rein in my emotions are are something that um, is a constant battle with me that I'm trying to figure out so I love the name I think it goes hand in hand with me um on both on the double meaning so I 
naturally am misguided by the moon, but I am trying to be misguided by the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we can say it in two different ways and you guys will get it, right? So, I hope. <laughs> I hope. We hope. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Let's get into it. So we wanted to touch on a couple of, uh, not a couple of different topics, mainly just one starting off. Um, we want to talk about healing. What does that look like? Um, what are we healing from? Yeah. Yeah. And I also, um, think that it kind of goes hand in hand with healing and healing in a way where you're honoring and loving yourself. Even if that means when you start the healing process, you didn't. Yes. And let's be clear. What we're talking about is we're healing from, say, relationships, any kind of relationship. It could be literally your friend or an actual relationship or just an a, like somebody good you know or somebody you know. Or even yourself. Yeah. Your, even your old your, self. Oh, I'm, I love that. I'm that's kind so of there. true. I'm kind of healing from my old self. Like 20, let's say 2019, Amanda. And I always say that saying, so all of my friends, uh, 2019, Amanda to 20, what was last year? 2021, Amanda was just a lost girl. And you know what? She's still lost, but at least I have my moral compass now in my hands. Yeah. I <laughs> Before that shit was like <laughs> kind of buried <laughs> underneath the bed or and, something. And I think I relate a lot to say healing about losing yourself, you know, and now you're like mm -hmm. trying to find yourself again. Cause 2019, I remember telling you was like a really hard year for myself. So I'm right there with you. It was, it was really tough going through some really hard things but we'll we'll get into all of that guys and i brought backup i brought like my carnelian ring for balance and healing i got brought my tiger's eye ring for protection like my own mind's protection i have uh some rose quartz here for some self-love amethyst to just calm my mind during this podcast my all-time favorite crystal citrine for just positivity and of course, have to bring the clear quartz to fucking amplify all of those crystals that I just listed because this is because talking about processing a loss of a relationship or loss of a best friend or just anyone genuinely close to you processing a betrayal is just hard. It's hard on the soul. It's hard on it's hard on keeping it on track with your higher self because it's it's not positive, right? So even though you're in this positive place right now, you know that maybe like in an hour you won't be. And it's having the courage to face that person in an hour and pick them up. You right. Know, that shadow work and that inner child and that healing. Yeah. And I think too, like you're going through something like where your emotions, this is where we go into the whole name. Like she just said, one minute you feel like, all right, I got this. Like, Next minute, you're like in tears, crying, breaking down, questioning everything. Yeah. Like last night, if you guys saw my IG, I was being a baddie, you know, in my little outfit, you know, self -conf like confident, had all this self-love this morning, picking up Audrey in tears, in tears. But it's, it's taking myself out of that, that moment. And like, it's kind of like the, the battle between the ego and the self this is not right. But then the higher self says it's not right. But now you have freedom. Yes. Right. 
-hmm. not staying in the ego. But I think a lot of people can who have caused certain situations can also relate to this because we feel a lot of remorse and we feel a lot of guilt and we feel a lot of frustration with ourselves. And it's that that battle, those chains, there's a tarot card, those chains that hold you um, and keep you up and up at night. And it's this is really a podcast to say you're not alone. We're here with you. But let's move forward. Take my hand or listen to this podcast and let's let's do it. You know, it's it's not about dealing with, in this case, the breakup. It's about dealing with the months after the breakup, right? And acknowledging that there's two sides to every story. And I think what we're going to talk about today, this is my truth as of today. And I say as of today, because in July, my truth would have been way fucking different. I would have been like, fuck that fool. He didn't know what he had. And it's like, today I'm a different person where I'm going to say, instead of fuck that fool, he didn't know what he had. It's Everyone has a right to stand up for themselves and choose their own path. And that path doesn't always align with yours. And that's me coming from my higher self. My ego is saying, fuck that fool. But my higher self is saying, totally is saying something else. Like it's just not aligning with mine. As much as it hurts and as much as I want that to change, that's reality. Yeah, also understanding that we both have to take accountability for our part in, say, the breakup or the reason why any type of relationship, friendship ends. You know, that way you both don't make the same mistake in the future. That way you guys heal that heal that part of you for the – and I don't even want to say maybe for the next person. It could be the next person or it could be you guys again. I don't want to give false hope, guys, but yeah. I, I have been through I, – I can only speak from my experience, right? Like not everyone maybe will agree, but I've been in a situation where me and this person ended up together. So – but I felt with the breakup, I felt it was over. So I can kind of relate to both in a sense, just going through two different uh, two different perspectives, two different seasons. And so here's where the pessimist Amanda comes out. You know, the pessimist Amanda is, I have never felt this coldness or this gas. He gaslit, gaslit me. So Mm -hmm. he gaslit me like it's over. He gaslit me. The ego somehow like in this situation, the ego is there. The higher self knows he gaslit you, but you have freedom now. Look at all this freedom you have. You don't have to answer to anyone. Exactly. And I think what happens a lot of time is like when you're in a relationship, a lot can happen. And a lot of times your relationship is tested in many different ways. Ultimately, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Um, however, I do believe like, it's okay to not be okay. And the ending normally just starts the beginning of, you know, the self-discovery and self-love. I don't think that I loved myself the first time around. I did not. I think I hated myself and I lost myself. I was so lost. Audrey, I was so so lost. We lose ourselves in relationships. We get so wrapped up. And I think that that's what makes it so hard when the ending comes because you realize how much you made this person 
Like you put them on a pedestal. I didn't lose myself in their relationship. I lost myself in my environment. I lost myself in like the victim mindset. Hurt people when, like I say, hurt people hurt people. I lost myself in no one's accountable for me. No one cares. Like, and again, this is the ego, right? This is not the truth. This is not what was really happening. But in my mind, no one cared for me. So why should I give a fuck about other people? You know? But in the end, you realize life is very, very different. And the way that I was acting kind of led to some reactions from others. And there were reactions from others that I didn't deserve, some kindness that I didn't deserve. But, you know, that's something else. But the other thing I think is, like you said, it's okay to not be okay. And right now I'm trying to be okay with letting go of the control. Like I don't own this person. We don't own people. I don't own his path. I want to tell him, choose me the hundredth time. Choose me. Let me give you this this beautiful life the right way. But I don't own him. And he has every right to choose his path. But that's where I'm being tested. And that's the lesson that I'm learning and I'm trying to process and to accept. And that's part of the twin flame connection. So, and that's why he's so significant. So I confuse this connection with the soulmate, but the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame is that a twin flame enters your life at the beginning of a new life cycle and they exit when that life cycle ends. But in the end, you both walk away with a significant life lesson. You know what I mean? Have, Have you ever experienced a connection where the person is your mirror. So like, for example, when you're doing something bad, they're just like, I have this gut feeling that you're doing something bad. And they're right. Yeah. Um, I've actually experienced both a twin flame and a soulmate. For example, I know John is like my soulmate. I can't hide anything from him. He just knows. He just knows. Um, and I know like we're meant to be, we're meant to do this mm-hmm. life together. And that's why I feel like we've made it through thick and thin. However, I did experience a twin flame when I was younger and I always felt like we were mirroring one another. <laughs> we shared, <laughs> we shared a lot of, like a lot of same experiences, mm-hmm. li- like life experiences and traumas. And ultimately he broke my heart. <laughs> um, but I would run into him everywhere and I always felt his presence before I would even see him. So if I went to the mall, I'd walk in and I'd be like, oh, I feel like so-and-so's here. And then sure enough, 20 minutes later, I would just see them. You know what I yeah. mean? And it would be creepy. Like, why? Yeah. So freaking creepy. Um, Until I didn't see him anymore. And that's when I knew that cycle ended. Yeah, I... I can so freaking relate to that because it's like, that was me and him. So, girl, I'd be on the fucking 58, the east side, the 58. This is before all of my friends on the east side. Now I have a whole bunch of friends on the east side, but I would run into him on the 58. The same thing at the mall, anywhere. And now that the cycle is over, it's like, what is it? (laughs) That was my attempt at crickets, but it's crickets. And I know that that's the end of the life cycle. But I also know that the life cycle that he was a part of, I was being such a 
selfish and reckless and manipulative person. And I was really operating like out of or without remorse or empathy, leaning on those narcissistic traits to excuse my actions. But it's all about death and rebirth. Like as soon as I took that moment or that break from everyone, from literally everyone to work on myself, he was one of the people that didn't re-enter my life by choice. But now I can see that even though, like even though I feel like he abandoned me, it's like the choices that I made that pushed him to walk away. And that's what I feel. I feel like standing up for himself and choosing himself was his lesson. And my lesson from this connection is learning to see life, to see myself in a different way, learning how to react, um, thinking before I react, learning how to process things. You know, had he taken me back, would I be here? Probably not. I wouldn't even have this podcast, you know, I would, I wouldn't be doing all the work that I'm doing to try to learn self-love because I had no knowledge before of self-love. And I feel if he had been a soulmate, he would have walked this path with me, even if walking it was that thin line, because I would have done that for, I did do that for him. You know, we were this, we've already gone through this before. Like I did take that a hundred chance on him. And I feel that he, had he been a soulmate, I would have still feel the support regardless of if there was distance, like there still could have been distance between us, but I feel like the support would have still been there. And I would have felt a connection, but at this point it's no longer there. I no longer feel it. Yeah, I think a soulmate to me is just someone that you're divinely connected to. And no matter what, you're always going to feel their energy, their love, their support. They're the ones that will ride for mm-hmm. you to the end. You know, the one that understands you on such a deep and unexplainable level. Yeah. It's subconscious. Um, yeah, it's like a subconscious understanding between the both of you. Um, also very telepathic. Yeah, it's so weirdly te- telepathic. Yes, exactly. Yes. For example, one of my best friends we literally always know when one another is either thinking of each other or say if she calls me, I'm like, oh my God, I was just going to call your you. ears ringing? I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's just this, it's like I think to call her, but she's already calling me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about you. And I love that. Um, and just, you know, remember your soulmate is not always your love interest. Yeah. It's, it's literally just your life partner. Yeah. Like your soul... It's like you guys have this soul connection, mm-hmm. um, which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I think like in my case, um, that's where I confuse this connection with the soulmate. And I took advantage of that, assuming that they'd always be there, you know. But like as I'm growing, the higher self now knows you can't take advantage of a connection like that. Instead, you need to learn to value it and appreciate it. You know, there's a saying in Spanish, lo que se descuida, se pierde. And in this case, you can translate it as what I'm not honoring and what I'm not giving a place to, I'm going to lose, which is exactly what happened. <laughs> this, because it's crazy because this person, what's so, 
frustrating is that this person loved me at my ugliest. He loved me at my prettiest. Like when I walked into, we went to a wedding once and when I walked into a room, I was wearing this like beautiful dress. I could see it in his face that he thought I was beautiful. And that's the part that that's hard for me. It, if he loved me in all of these phases and now that I'm changing, he walks away. And that's death and rebirth and it sucks. <laughs> and so the lessons are learned and the healing begins. I don't want to learn no more lessons, God. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> what is it? I'm tired of going through things that don't kill me but make me stronger. I'm tired of it. What is, what is it? I've only been doing this for, for two fucking days. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm fucking trying. Sorry. What was the TikTok I said something? The, the TikTok I said earlier. It's so, me, Jessica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but honestly, it's like, it's like a, it's like a death. You know, I, I once read this book. It will always stick in my mind. It's on death and dying by Kubler-Ross. So it's about going through the stages of grief and death and, and it's about letting go. And, the part that kills me is that not only do I have to go through these stages of death, it's like there's competition because I've been replaced and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Being replaced by someone, it really messes with you. It'll have you feeling so insecure and you're questioning like, what's wrong with me? What does she have that I don't? Um, it'll even have you questioning this person's taste in general because most of the time the person they replace you with is completely opposite of you. Yeah, I mean, I, which that really f's you up, right? Yeah, thinking, it's like, like make it make sense, right? <laughs> but in this case, it's like this person is not the com this person is the complete opposite of me, and I don't really want to go like too much into the girl, the girl, but it's like. 21 year old don't laugh <laughs> okay like a 21 year old i feel like it's funny right because we're we're like mature adults a 21 year old okay that's all i'm gonna say but to the 21 year old to give her you know like to uplift her like I can't compete with that. What the fuck? Like, I have loose skin. I have stretch marks. I need constant attention. You know, I have all this baggage from our previous history. And I can't be the fresh new chapter in the book because there's already a fucked up chapter in in, in the book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember the person that chose someone else made me feel so Fuck low yeah. about myself. Hell yeah. And I think what hurts is that you have all these people that tell tell you, right? Like you're so beautiful. Exactly. And they hype you up. They slide into your DMs. And you yeah, and you wanna believe that, but the only person that it ever really matters to you, you know, like I wanna be beautiful for this person. Like that's the only one that it matters. And the fact that they choose someone else, it's like Yeah. It's 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 me. It's me putting all those thir thirst traps on IG, but it's like the, how you doing beautiful? Never comes from the right person. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing fine, next. Right. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. And so the question now is, is like, what the fuck do I do with this? Why am I not worth that 100th chance? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though your feelings are still valid, I mean, I think what helps is you got to make the choice to take your mental health by yeah. the balls <laughs> <laughs> and choose to not let this consume you anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, stepping away from this victim mentality. This is a part of your guys' soul contract. So don't try to control it. Just embrace it. Be graceful with yourself. You're growing and it's going to be uncomfortable, but you got this. It's tough. It's fucking tough. The Scorpio moon in me makes it tough. You know, going going to sleep with the negative and waking up with the negative, you know. But then going through the learning process to show up for myself, which is so freaking uncomfortable. It's like something I've never done. I've never done that before, you know. And and how I... I show up for myself by journaling, by doing the shadow work, buying myself flowers, riding a bike alone. Don't we all <laughs> ride bikes alone? <laughs> I, anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> just going kidding. on the path alone, you know, like <laughs> the bike path. The bike path. <laughs> yes, we're going to be the podcast where we turn every, um, is it a metaphor? <laughs> like riding a bike alone is like, Writing life, <laughs> life, life alone. alone. <laughs> no, but it's it's just validating to myself that for the right person, I am enough. That 100th chance, I'll take it again. Just like how I would take that 100th chance on him. And for all the negatives that I have, follow so many positives. And the great thing is that for this wrong thing going on in my life there's so many beautiful pieces holding me up and that's that's like a that's a new mindset for me where i was focused on who wasn't there for me it was some fucking dark times i just it was some fucking dark ass times and now i'm just glad that i can say that I'm there for me. Not 100%. I want to get to 100%, but I'm there for me. And along with me being there for me, there's other people that are also there for me, you know? And I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm showing gratuity. So it's taking that step back and saying, I'm so happy that even though I'm going through this fucking tough time, I'm not worried about how I'm going to pay my bills. I'm so happy that I have amazing coworkers that I can talk and talk and talk to and they genuinely support me. And I'm so happy that I could call you and be like, hey, bitch, you down to do a podcast? And you're like, let's do it. Yes, <laughs> me too. Honestly, um, this has allowed me to step out of my comfort zone as well. I mean, what really helped me in the past when I was experiencing a breakup, uh, whether it was relationship, friendship, right? Same. I definitely would journal. That was huge. Just getting yeah. all of this stuff that's going on in my head and just letting it out on a piece of paper and burning it or crumbling it and throwing it away helped me a lot. Um, also, just having such an amazing support system. My friends were literally always there to reassure me and to remind me like who the fuck I am. I'd listen to countless podcasts and I kept myself busy by mainly just like hanging out with my friends. Um, if I was feeling away, feeling sad, I'd like pick up the phone and I'd be like, Monica, Sam, Alicia, like whoever, Leslie, like I would call my girls and say, 
hey, what are you doing right now? Like, what are you doing today? Let's go. Let's go eat. Let's go do this. And I feel like that kept me busy, kind of distracted me, but it it did help me Yeah, having that support. So I would definitely say tap into your friends. Don't feel like you're a burden to them. You know, I'm definitely one to isolate myself when I go through things, but that was one time where I leaned I leaned on the support of everybody around me because at the time I was not strong enough to go through it alone. Yeah. And if you feel like you're a burden for them, maybe it's just time for some distance with you guys. You know, I, I feel like this life cycle really taught me who's there for me and who isn't. Yeah. But that's also just sometimes in our own head, like we don't want to bother the world with our problems. That's just how I would feel, right? So I'm, I'm just giving like for me, and it's not that maybe my friend totally probably didn't even think that. They'd probably like, yeah, girl, call on me, right? But me not wanting to like bring the energy down to someone else, I would choose to not say anything until I did, right? Until I'm like, you know what? No, I need, a, I need, I need help. I need and, support. And to... And to um, jump on that, I I appreciate those friends who, like, if you go dark for three, four months, hey. Oh, okay. yeah. My, I went dark on my cousin for, like, two months. This bitch was, like, harassing me. But I had to go dark, like, for myself. Like, I had to stop communication with all of my friends. And my cousin was like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's almost like, yes. almost like overbearing. But at the time, I just I just couldn't. But love to those people because that the mm-hmm. fact that somebody just noticed, thought, yeah, noticed and paid attention and thought like, check on that friend because it's true. And it's that intuitive connection, right? It's mm-hmm. that intuitive connection that my cousin had knowing, oh, there's something wrong with this bitch. She, if, if I call you every day and I suddenly don't call you, there's probably something wrong, right? Yeah, definitely. And I know one thing I also did, this is probably everyone, but I am so emo that I literally would just put on sad music and cry. Do but <laughs> the Spotify playlists, the the playlists that I have on my Spotify are definitely questionable. Okay, so you know why I was crying to on my way home to I to your house or yeah. whatever? It's cuz I was listening to sad music. So I'm the opposite. I need happy music because you know once those once those banda songs or banda uh the banda or grupo songs start playing i'm like oh here we go no yeah i definitely listen to the the happy music too to up like i would listen to the the positive songs the ones that would talk about like for instance kelly clarkson since you've been gone hello i can't breathe for the first time hey let me get up and trick I'll save that for my IG story. I'm sorry, but all you 2000s and millennial kids, like, come on. We are millennials. We are. So I'm saying the millennials have entered the chat. You know, I just feel bad for everyone who is not a millennial. Like, what are Gen Z? You guys try so hard. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, they're so like out of touch. We call them out of touch just because they weren't born in 1990. Why are you here? Are you new here? (laughs) Just kidding. No, we love you. We love you guys. Honestly, I want to be you. That's why I walk around everywhere saying, are you new here? Material girl. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) You're done. You're done. Immediately no. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, guys. There's a point to this podcast. Woo! That'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't got to worry about me. The sad thing is we don't drink. Like, we're not drinking during this podcast. This is just us. But when we do drink, and if you want to go out with us, let us know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because it's this times 20. And it's good times, man. Good times. Yeah. But I, I just to, like, get us back there, you know, because <laughs> they fucking listening for TikTok voices. I know that's <laughs> fucking for sure. Uh, but anyways, to take us back, it's like I'm starting this new chapter, and I'm so excited because this was a great love. I can't wait for the next love, you know? Like, to all those 13 men out there, you know, I can't wait for you guys, like, I'm so excited. And please tell me that you like single moms. But, you know, it's like this meme or this picture, right? And it's a beautiful picture that really just keeps me going. I swear to God. It's this picture of this girl holding a small teddy bear. And she's refusing to hand it over to God. And without realizing, because he's standing in front of her. And she doesn't even realize that he's holding an even bigger one behind his back. And I know now that with all this work and this new way of seeing life and this fucking moral compass that I have (laughs) that when I encounter that next person, like I'm going to be that bigger teddy bear in the back or they will be that bigger teddy bear in the back for me. And I I'm going forward, believing that what's for me will always be for me. You know what I mean? And moving forward with that energy. And let's say if that twin flame, which I have no hope for, but let's say you do, let's say you do have, you have hope for your twin flame, right? If you have hope for your twin flame, the next time he, you put in this work and the next time you come, he comes into your life, he will be that bigger teddy bear and you will too, because you're going to be operating at a higher vibration. And if he doesn't match that vibration, you won't even give him the chance. You know what I mean? So you're both going to be operating at a higher level and you're both going to be on the same compatible path. And I fucking love that for me. I can't, I can't wait to be honest. Like, and if you like single moms, let me know. (laughs) Yes. And I think too, it's just that believing that life is actually happening for you and not to you. Um, I think that that's a huge piece of it is a lot of times we feel like happening, like our life is just a lot of things are happening to me. And everything that you experience, everything you go through is happening for you to either learn a lesson. Honestly, we wouldn't be the people we are without going through half of the shit that we've been through. I don't know if I would have this level of awareness that I have now. I sure as hell would it. So we got to thank, we got to thank, um, thank the universe, you know, for, for going through these things. I feel like the universe could have been a little bit easier on me. So Um, we could have talked about this first universe, but anyway, we're going to calling God right now. (laughs) We need to talk. (laughs) I'm done. Why me? (laughs) No, but for real, why me? Yeah. So with that, you know, we're going to kind of, we're going to kind of close it on that note. But what we want to do is we kind of want to ask you guys, What do you do to show yourself self-love? What lifts you up? You know, when you're down. Yeah, like a good way, a good way to see it is when if you don't want to write anything down, look at the responses. Because I have to say, I have not 
I did not know how to show up for myself before. And now that I'm seeing this amazing life coach, she's teaching me to show up for myself. She's giving me the journal prompts. She's telling me, she's the one who challenged me to go out and buy myself flowers. She's the one who challenged me to go out and take myself on a date. I'm still too scared for that. (laughs) But you know, it's doing the work and getting inspired by her and by her story. And that's why we were encouraging people Write down what you do, you know, because what you're doing and what's working for you might work for someone else. And we just want to share that that positive love through through the community, you know. Yeah. So what we'll do is we're going to make a post on our IG and um, we'll pretty much ask the question. Yeah. What do you do for self-love? Please, please, please drop all the gems, because I think we all can agree that <clears throat> that journey is really hard. And it helps having a community of people that are giving you different tips and tricks because what works for one person isn't going to work for the next. And so having a lot of support and at least options, right? Um, Yeah. And just just knowing that you're not going through it alone and not every day is 100. You know, some days I'm like, some days I'm on this fucking high and other days I enter like my life coach session and I'm just there's boogers everywhere because I don't understand or I, I, I'm so frustrated with where I'm at, but it's, it's through support of others that I feel like I'm getting through this, yep. getting through it and I'm happy. Exactly. And you'll get through this too, to the person listening that is also going through this experience. Um, or maybe you're still trying to heal from the experience, you know, really hope that you connected with this episode today. And I hope that we provided you with some valuable information. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much what we want to end it on. And yeah, I I agree. Feel free to share, 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 you guys. Like, follow, share, download it if you can. I think that that helps too, right? Downloading, downloads, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Turn on the notifications. We're just, we're going to work on our outros and intros. But yeah, for right now, this will have to do. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Bye. Bye.